Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. I love clean air, fresh water to drink. I must play my part. It means I must think. A throwaway society does more harm than good. Let's put on the brakes. We can, and we should. Think of the animals who can't shop aisle five. They depend on clean plants to keep them alive. Let's all work together to fix our old way. Reduce and reuse. Recycle each day. Well, hello there, and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy, and I'm absolutely delighted to welcome you back. And today's topic is going to be R, 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 and R. (laughs) No, it's not an alphabet lesson. And I'm sure many of you are familiar with the actual topic of R and R. I mean, I remember back in my day, I used to always think about Fridays as being the day that, hey, everybody, it's the weekend. Let's get a little bit of rest and relaxation, a little bit of R and R. Well, you know, if you go and you look up what does R, R, and R stand for, you'd be surprised at how many abbreviations and acronyms there are for R, R, and R. There's readiness, response, and recovery, reduced residual radiation, rapid ring recovery, recommended retail rate. There's a lot of things for R, R, and R, but how about R, 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 and R? Well, I think of that as being reduce, reuse, recycle, and rewear. That's right, there's four things. And I remember years ago when people were starting to become a little bit more environmentally aware, they were talking about the three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle. And it was at a time when I was running a small little consignment shop that I decided it should have four R's, reduce, reuse, recycle, and rewear. And I still practice it to this day. As a matter of fact, this shirt that I'm wearing today in the podcast cost me $3 at a thrift store. And I believe I bought it about 10 years ago. What a great deal. Now, if this shirt had ended up in the landfill, it wouldn't have been doing anybody any justice. And by my buying it at the thrift store, I helped to reduce the impact on the environment. I got a good deal. And I basically helped support a small business at the same time. And there's so many thrift stores out there that support good charities or good events. It's definitely worth going in there and checking them out. You'd be really surprised at what kind of deals you can get. Now, I come from the generation where we didn't always pay attention to the environment when we were growing up. It's so true. I mean, I think about our lunch boxes that we had when we went to school, and there were so many disposable items in there. We didn't all have plastic containers or little containers that you could reuse, your, you know, put your sandwich in the Tupperware, that sort of thing. We weren't using that. We had plastic wrap that went around our sandwiches. We had baggies that we would put our cookies in. We had little tin cans with a pull tab on it for our drinks. And uh, there was really pretty much a disposable lunch inside there. Everything would end up in the garbage can when we were at school. Now, when my children were growing up, things were a little bit different. We were getting notes from the schools asking us to provide environmentally conscious lunches. Please do not send a lot of plastic bags. Please do not send things in wrap. They asked us to please use reusable containers. And we did. 
So, you know, there are people in my age group who can be taught to do things differently. And I think about my mom when we were growing up. She had a 45-gallon barrel drum in the backyard, and she used to burn all our garbage in there. Yeah, everything would go out there. And I mean, I don't know what it was. It was plastics, papers, you name it. It went into that barrel drum. And, you know, she'd get the garbage cans getting full, go out there, start a fire. And we'd think it was so cool. Hey, Mom, can we go out there and roast hot dogs? And she'd be like, no, you can't roast hot dogs on that kind of fire. But she'd be in there with that little stick, you know, pushing everything inside the barrel. And then, all of a sudden, our municipality came up with a rule that said, no more burning garbage in your backyard. My mom was livid. She was one of those old-timers who just wasn't happy with the change, and she decided she was going to defy the new rule. After all, she'd been doing it for years. So one time, she goes out in the backyard, and she starts burning more garbage again. Well, the sirens are going, and the fire truck showed up in our backyard, and they're there with the hoses ready to put it out, because after all, we're not allowed to have that kind of fire in our backyard anymore. Oh my goodness, I was so embarrassed. I didn't want the kids in the neighborhood to see what was going on. And my mom stopped doing it after that. There was no more fires in our backyard. Perhaps that little citation that she got, you know, the little warning that said you can't do this in your backyard was enough to scare her to stopping that habit. And, you know, I'm going to confess, I've been one of those old dogs sometimes, too. And it's not that I don't care about the environment. I just come from a different generation, and I am still learning. Now that spring is upon us, it made me think a lot about things that I can reuse out in the yard. I don't want everything to be disposable that goes in my backyard. If there's ways I can use something, I'm definitely going to do that. And I think back to last summer, you know, when we were getting our garden started, and we don't own a rototiller. And my partner was out there and he was digging around in the back and trying to do a lot of stuff to get the garden ready. And he's going, we really could use a rototiller. We're going to have to go and rent one. He's talking over the fence with one of our neighbors and he says, I got an old rototiller, but that thing hasn't ran in years. So my partner says, hmm, well, let me come over and have a look. So he goes over to the neighbor's yard, has a look, and it's this old Mary Tiller from the 1970s. The thing is classic. I mean, it looks antique. I would like it in the yard just for the decoration. But my partner's a really smart man, and he was thinking, because we had a power washer in our yard, and there was a lot of pieces on it that were broken and needed replacement. It was pretty old, and it had, I believe it was a Honda engine on it. And he was thinking about it and thought, I bet you that engine off that power washer would probably run that old Mary Tiller. So he managed to get the Mary Tiller from our neighbor, brought it home, and lo and behold, a little bit of pulling wrenches and changing out parts, pretty soon that power washer motor was powering the Mary Tiller. And guess what? It was a win-win situation. None of that equipment ended up in the landfill. We now have the use of a rotor tiller, and so does our neighbor next door. We can share it. After all, it's his Mary Tiller and our power washer motor. You put them together, look at that. And it's so amazing when people work together, how you can do things to save the environment and save a few bucks along the way. At the time of recording this episode, we're right into the start of April here in 2022. And it's that time of year when I'm thinking about what's going to go in my flower boxes outside. Yeah, I've actually got a number of little flower containers out in the backyard. And as much as I say I am not an avid gardener, I do like a little bit of blossoms and color in the yard. And 
I've got a little bit of a budget. I don't want to go to the garden center and go crazy. Yeah, I'll always go every year and support a local business and buy a little bit of something new to go in the garden. But predominantly, I want to be able to do it on my own. So I was looking around and I used to have these little containers that you would buy and I think they were like peat moss or something. That's what they were made of. And you would put your dirt in these containers and then you could bury it right into the dirt and it would, the actual container would disintegrate as the plant started growing. Um, I don't have any more of those and I was looking around and I went, hey, I've got all these cereal containers. They're little teeny cups that came with a bunch of Kellogg's cereal, you know, and it had the Fruit Loops and the Corn Pops and the Frosted Flakes. They're really cool looking little containers. And I had been saving them for when my grandchildren would come to visit. I thought they'd be great cups to play with. And I had another train of thought. Why would I go out and buy more little pots for planting when I have all these cereal containers? So I took them and used them. I put little holes in the bottom of each one so they could have some drainage. And I put them on a little tray and I've now planted probably, I don't know, a couple dozen geraniums and they're just starting to come up and sprout. And there they are in these cute little kid style cereal containers. It makes me smile when I look at them, they're fun. And what's so great about that is I'm using something that I had already. Now I'll give my partner credit, he tries really hard to use things as much as he can. An example is when he's working in the shop, he does not use disposable rags unless he really has to. He always tries to use something that can go back in the washing machine. As a matter of fact, he's uh, collected old t-shirts, things that are really not okay to give away anymore, but perhaps they're really stained and torn, and he'll use that. He'll cut it up and use it into a rag. And we were actually at the store one day and he needed a bunch of rags for a project he was working on and there was two choices there. There were brand new white cloths and they looked really nice. It would be nice to have those. And then there was another bag and it had all kinds of torn up clothing in there and it was recycled materials. And he made the choice of the recycled materials and we went home and talked about it and he said, I feel better doing that. We're not contributing to more things in the landfill. Why wouldn't I buy the recycled one? That's pretty good because neither one of us are young and that means that we are learning as we go along. The last time I went to visit my daughter, I was asking her what could go in their recycling. They don't live in the same province that I do and I know that their municipality probably has some different rules. And I think I worded something to the effect of, do I have to recycle this? <laughs> My daughter looked at me and she's like, what do you mean have to recycle? Mom, you got to change your train of thought. It's not have to recycle. It's, is this something that I can recycle? Hmm, she kind of caught me there. And as I said, we can always learn from the younger generations. I had an email the other day from my cell phone provider and they were letting me know that I was now eligible for a brand new cell phone under my plan. Wow, that looks so enticing. So I clicked and I looked at all the different phones that were available. Oh, wow, more bells and whistles, more megapixels. There's even a camera out there that will delete images off the screen for you. It's pretty snazzy jazzy. But do I really need it? No, not at all. I got this great phone here. Paid $12.99 for the fancy little shiny cover on it. And I love it. This is a great phone. It's worked really well for me. It's allowed me to communicate with my family up north. Keeps me in touch with my friends and family here. And I can access internet on it when I need to. So why would I change it out? As long as the operating system is still up to date and I can still keep it protected, I see no reason why I would give it up so rapidly. And I thought to myself, if I get rid of this phone, where does it end up? Does somebody sell it as refurbished or does it just simply end up in the landfill? 
I don't want to contribute to that. And sometimes it's about just being happy with what we've got. We don't always have to have the newest and the latest and the greatest. Sometimes just keeping what we've owned, if it's still working, why get rid of it? And today's topic was reduce, reuse, rewear, and recycle. And I'd like to throw this out to you, my listeners today, to stop and think for a moment. What are you doing to reduce? What are you doing to reduce your impact to the environment? Are you cutting back on how you throw things in the garbage can? Are you catching yourself being lazy and thinking, I'm just going to throw it in the trash, it's too much effort? Or are you actually walking into a space where you have your bins separated and there's a bin for tin cans, there's a bin for plastics and a bin for papers, and you're making that effort to reduce what you're taking to the landfill? Reusing, and I go back again to my partner and his incredible thought of taking the power washer motor and putting it on the neighbor's rototiller. That's two pieces of equipment that did not end up in the landfill and we're all happy we're still using a rototiller. So it's amazing what you can do with a little bit of knowledge or maybe even going on YouTube to find out how to do it. But quite often you can reuse things and keep them going. Recycling, (laughs) yeah. And as I go back to my visit up north in the Yukon when I said to my daughter, do I have to recycle? And she said, Mom, it's not about have to, it's can you. And we have to change our train of thought. And yes, us old dogs do need to learn new tricks. And when it comes to rewearing, absolutely. If I can get a good deal on something really nice, why wouldn't you do it? Bring it home, throw it in the washing machine, and you can get a little bit more life out of that garment. That's right, almost 10 years later, and I'm still wearing this $3 shirt from the thrift store. So on that note, I'm going to put it out to you to kind of stop and think about it this week as you head into spring. What kind of things can you reuse, and how can you help to contribute to a cleaner environment and cleaner air? And myself, I'm going to have to stop and think about it because I am not perfect. And yes, I am still using my cell phone and I am still driving my car. And that's a reminder to me that I still have a long way to go as well too. Just going to share a couple handy tips with you before I sign out here today. A few things that I've learned along the way. And the best one I want to share is the newspaper under mulch in the garden trick. Oh, it's the best thing ever. You know, I had a garden outback that had potatoes, carrots, lettuce, spinach, but it's all ground level. I'm in my mid-50s, I get some back issues, and it's not fun being out there picking those weeds off the ground. Well, guess what? You lay some newspaper down between all of the beds in the garden, and uh, yet line those rows with newspaper and then put mulch on top. It looks really good. You can't see the newspaper. The mulch just kind of blends right in with the garden. And wow, I hardly had to weed those gardens last summer. What a difference. I highly recommend doing that. And speaking of gardens, yeah, I know I said I wasn't much of a gardener, but I do like to eat and I try to make things go as far as I can. And in the kitchen, I have a little bucket for my kitchen scraps and I'll save my coffee filters, you know, with the coffee grounds and anything like apple peels, potato peels, carrot peels, that sort of thing. I put all that in the little bin and I put it out into a composter that I have out in the backyard. Now mine's one of those ones that's above ground and it has the handle for turning. I don't keep mine open because I live in an area where there's lots of country rats around and I don't want any rats around the house. So I do that kind of composting, but wow, it's great. That can really enhance your garden. And if you've got those pesky weeds that are cropping up between your sidewalk or around the cracks in the driveway, just make a little mixture with some vinegar and some Dawn dish soap. Put that in a little spray bottle, add a little bit of water, 
and uh, you can spray that on the weeds and it'll help to stop them from coming up. It's amazing. I did that on all the cracks over around the sidewalk last year and I did it a few times over the summer and it seemed to help preventatively and it killed some of the ones that were there already. I also learned a lesson that I had to be careful because as I was out there spraying it on the weeds on the lawn, I got a little spray crazy and I killed off some of the grass around it. So you got to be careful that you're hitting the weeds and not the grass. But if you're looking for recipes for that, just head online and look for the old vinegar dish soap concoction and you can find out what to do to get rid of your weeds naturally. If you're looking at some natural decorating ideas, why not reuse or recycle an old wagon? You know, or if you have an old cart of any kind in the backyard, that can make a great flower bin. There's so much that you can do with items that you're ready to take to the dump. Well, just because the wheel's broken on the wagon doesn't mean you still can't use it. Glue the wheel back on and use it as a flower bed. Why not? Now there's other garden tricks as well, and when you're on Vancouver Island, you get those little black slimy slugs that get in the garden. Throw some eggshells around your plants and it helps keep those darn things away. And that's a good thing because it's pretty gross when you're cutting lettuce and this little black slimy critter rolls out of there. No, thank you. I'll put the eggshells down. Now I got a sister who lives north of 60 and she's really creative. She put a truck canopy box in her backyard, tipped it upside down, filled it with dirt, and she harvested dozens of potatoes last year. Brilliant, brilliant. Denise is quite the gardener. So there's another one. If you got an old truck canopy box and you don't think you can use it anymore, turn it upside down and make it into a garden bed. Now here's one that takes me back to childhood. I love hanging clothes out to dry. I was so excited when my partner made a clothesline for me out here in the backyard. I mean, it really saves on your electric bill. You're using less energy and the clothes smell so good. Now don't feel guilty if you need to put them in the dryer on cold air only for just a couple minutes. Sometimes little critters get in the pockets of those sheets or socks and it's nice to knock them out in the dryer before you put them on. But really, just a couple minutes are needed. The rest of the drying can happen outside. If you got cardboard boxes kicking around and you have some kids out in the backyard, don't get rid of those cardboard boxes quite so quickly. They're amazing for creative time and imagination. And cardboard boxes can quickly become puppet theaters and picnic tables and school desks. It's amazing what a cardboard box can become. It can also be a great platform for finger painting. And so don't be so quick to throw those things out. It's amazing how much they provide entertainment. When I lived in the land of the midnight sun, we used to save them and use them for window coverings in the summer because when the sun was up until 11 or 11.30 at night, it was really hard to get your kids to go to bed. So you put that cardboard in the window and it was another great way of making a window shade. Yep, lots of things that you can reuse. Lots of handy tips. As a matter of fact, if you have some handy tips, I'd love to hear about them. Don't hesitate to reach out to me on my website, www.lindysaudiocafe.com. Send me a note and let me know what you do. And on that note, I hope everybody has a great week. And remember as you head out there that smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates 
Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. <laughs> Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.